Hello everyone, thanks for joining me again as we continue to study this wonderful letter. Now, our focus today is on an extraordinary passage and an even more extraordinary truth. Uh, the truth that believers in Jesus Christ now and then enjoy God's Sabbath rest. Our passage is 3, 1 to 4, 13. We're not going to look at it in detail, but I want us to try and explore the main ideas and some of the key things that this passage teaches us about salvation as God's Sabbath rest. Passage begins in 3.1, as we saw in our very first episode, with an exhortation to consider Jesus. And Jesus is spoken about here in two ways. He's the apostle of the faith that we confess and is our high priest. Apostle means sent one. High priest, we'll see in the latter part of the letter, has to do with being a mediator between us and God and between God and us. That's what's basically involved in the ministry of the high priest. And so Jesus is described here as the one whom God has sent specifically to be our high priest, to mediate between us and God and God and us. And in that, of course, he's far greater than the great Old Testament mediator, namely Moses. So Moses was sent by God to be a mediator between Israel and God and God and Israel. And we can read all about that in the books of Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy. But here we are told that Jesus is the one who's greater than Moses in that role. And this is a common theme in Hebrews. Remember that Jesus is greater than the angels. He's greater than Moses. We're going to see that Jesus brings in a better covenant, a greater salvation. So that's a common theme. God sent Moses uh, to do the role that God sent him to do, and that was good. But what God has sent Jesus to do is even better and even greater. Notice, by the way, that the church is referred to here as God's house. Verse 6 of chapter 3, that is God's temple, the place where God dwells and where God is found. And of course, we know from Paul that God dwells among his people in the person of Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. So there are some great things here about um, our salvation and particularly about Jesus as our apostle and high priest. Um, but the main focus of the passage is really on the nature of the salvation that we enjoy. And as I said a moment ago, it's described in terms of God's Sabbath rest. Chapter 4, verse 9 and verse 10 underlines that. Uh, then there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God, and whoever have entered that rest have rested from their works, even as God is. So he's not talking about salvation by works. He's talking about entering God's rest, and he's describing salvation in terms of Sabbath rest. Our salvation, 3.1, is a heavenly calling. It comes from God, and it has to do with the world to come. It gives us great hope, uh, chapter 3, verse 6. But primarily, our salvation is described in terms of rest. Now, getting our minds around what, what the writer means by rest takes a little bit of thought, and I'd like you to go away and think about this and do some more work on it for yourself. Basically, in a nutshell, his, his logic is this, that when God created the world, on the seventh day he rested and he invited the, the humanity that he created, Adam and Eve, into his rest in the garden to enjoy his blessing and to live in a right relationship with him, with each other and with the world. That's what rest actually means. It has to do with the fullness of life, abundant life in God's presence under his blessing. Of course, humanity rebelled against God and Cain becomes a restless wanderer on the earth. That's chapter four of Genesis, driven away from God's presence. He's a restless wanderer. 
In his work with the nation of Israel, ancient Israel, in bringing them out of Egypt and into the promised land, one of the ways in which that salvation for them is described as entering rest. Chapter 4, verse 8, Joshua was meant to give them rest in the land. There's a lot about rest in the promised land in the book of Joshua and referring back to Deuteronomy. So humanity loses God's rest in the garden. Israel is meant to be a picture of what it means to regain God's rest in the land. But we remember that they refused to enter the land. Numbers, they were afraid of the people of the land. They wouldn't believe the word of God. And Psalm 95 uh, reminds us, and it's quoted a number of times, of that terrible reality. So instead of listening to God and believing him, they would not enter we are told because of the unbelief 319, because though they heard the word of the gospel fall to, they did not unite what they heard by faith. So how do we enter God's rest then? We should not be like them who hardened their hearts against God's gospel word, but we enter rest, chapter 4, verse 3, by believing. That is by believing the gospel about Jesus. That's how we enter God's Sabbath rest. Jesus says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, Matthew eleven twenty eight, and I will give you rest. So we, be, we, we start out with God's Sabbath rest in this life by trusting in Christ. But when 4.11 tells us to strive to enter that rest and the word today occurs again and again, we are reminded that we begin by faith, but we also continue by faith. So the life of rest for the people of God, which will end ultimately in the new creation when we are perfectly at rest in God's sanctuary for his people, the life of rest for the people of God is basically this. Every day, putting aside our distractions and the sins that uh, trip us up, as Hebrews 12 says, and every day trusting in the gospel word about Jesus. Notice how rest is to be enjoyed through the word of God. God's word is living and active. It opens our hearts up. It lays our hearts bare. And rather than hardening our hearts, chapter 3, verse 8, we are to allow God to be at work in our hearts. That's how we enjoy his rest, through the gospel word, shaping our lives and enabling us in every situation to trust in Christ. I hope this is the rest that you enjoy in Jesus Christ. And that if you are a believer, that it's the rest that you will continue to enjoy by trusting God every day through believing his word and allowing it to do its work in your heart. Thanks so much for joining me and I look forward to seeing you in our next episode. <music>